to Best Friends Club Podcast. I'm Renee. And I'm Ashley. And this is Season 1, Episode 22, The One with the Ick Factor. Not to be confused with the other Ick Factory-esque episodes. <laughs> yes. Which, Nasty. for you, was the, there's the one with the inappropriate sister. Inappropriate sister. Ick. For me, I always think of that one at the Thanksgiving where Monica's got the pirate eye patch. Richard's son. Some ick in there. Yeah. I think the sister <laughs> might be ickier. Well, this one's pretty icky. The sis- you, you think the sister's got more ick than this episode? Uh, yeah. Yeah, they're both pretty bad. I don't know. That yeah. sister one is weird. It's just weird, yeah. I mean, this is kind of like, well, people date all the time. Brothers and sisters don't take baths together after they're like three. Oh. <laughs> but we're getting ahead of ourselves in ick. Just focus on the ick at hand. Yes, focus on the ick at hand. Um, in a slightly icky topic, Rachel has a sex dream about Chandler and then is baited to tell him about it by Monica and Phoebe, which is rude by them. Yeah. Right. So she tries to, she, well, do you know what? I think, I think Rachel's told us before, like, she's not, she's not really super open about talking about this kind of stuff. She's not, you know what I mean? She's more like, keeps it to herself a little bit. Mm -hmm. And so she tells Rachel, no, Rachel tells Monica and Phoebe that she has a sex dream about Chandler and they like bring it up in front of Chandler and basically, yeah, force her to tell him, which is embarrassing if you're not one to talk about that. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't talk about it. To the person. Just behind their back. Well, right. Like, you tell me, and I wouldn't be like, I wouldn't force you to tell them. Yeah. But, of course, in all of this. What? Well, I'm thinking if somebody told me they had a sex dream about you, I would definitely bring it up and make them tell me. Oh, 100%. Yeah, for sure. For sure. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. Same, same. So don't tell us stuff about each other unless you want the other one to know, which we kind of feel like people have to know that. But, like, people have to know that. Like, if... They forget. Go on. No, I don't think they forget. I think they secretly want it told. Oh, interesting. Interesting. That's an interesting psychology. Psychology. Um, (laughs) um, And of course, in this whole scene, we've got, we've got, you know, poor hurt Ross all mad about it in the corner and jealous because he wants to be the object of Rachel's desires. He hasn't told her though. No. Yeah, yeah, of course not. I mean, if he he did he kind of, her, yeah, he told her if she might find out. How? What is it with that and <laughs> like humans? Because we were the same way. Well, probably he, not into our twenties, but yeah, I wasn't as much. Oh yeah, true. Okay, so Renee never was. Renee was like thir- flirty and little, thriving. <laughs> I was more forthcoming. We'll just say forthcoming. We'll say forthcoming. And I was more like, if I liked a guy and I saw him, I'd run the other direction. Yeah. Literally that happened. Yes. So, you know, <laughs> just, just, just different, different ways of approaching things. But yeah, let it be known. Guys, just don't be afraid to, and not, not guys as in men, humans, everyone out there listening, just rejection's not a big deal. It's a part of everyday life. It happens to everyone all the time in professional things, in love, in and all that. I know it's easier said than done, but like, just don't, just remember it's not personal. It's not. And even if it is, that's, the, that's on them, not on you. True that. Double true. Just press on, just press on. Anyway, so Rachel's Chandler sex dream, and mm-hmm. then 
And then a Joey sex later, dream. Rachel's Chandler and Joey's sex dream. She's getting real sassy in her dreams. <laughs> but uh, speaking of Chandler, we've got Chandler offering Phoebe. Well, Joey offering Phoebe a chance to work with Chandler. And yeah. And Chandler's like, great, thanks, great. Joey. Great idea. But uh, Phoebe comes to the office, and I love her, like, little, hello, Mr. Bing's office, and she, like, sits on the corner of the desk. She's, like, <laughs> being an old school secretary. It's so cute. Um, but we find out that nobody in Chandler's office likes him because he's the boss now. And I don't know. I guess that can happen. Maybe We don't know all the comings and goings of Chandler's office, but I feel like that's kind of an immature thing to be like, oh, he's the boss now. It's not the same. But I feel like he takes it the right way and just kind of like through by the end of the episode, he's kind of like giving them what they want. Like he's kind of playing into all the little idiosyncrasies that they make fun of him for. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to think and I've never, I've never had a colleague become my mm, boss. Yeah. Um, well, at least not in my professional career, but I'm trying to think about like back when I was doing like college jobs and different stuff like that. I don't think I've ever had a, somebody who was a peer turn into a, I guess, I guess it could be weird because like, you have to remember too, Chandler was the like prankster jokester. Yeah. Like it's not like he was actually ever being productive. Mm-hmm. And so for him to be the one that's now making them worry about the weenus, I guess <laughs> it's kind of just like, it'd be hard to take him seriously. Cause it'd be like, mm, we know you don't care about this. You didn't mm-hmm. a month ago. Yeah. True. Yeah. Yeah, so so it might be hard to have respect for him. Yeah, that's true. I feel like he handles it the best way possible, just kind of like continuing to do his job, but also like not taking himself too seriously because life's too short, you know. Yeah, yeah, man. Are you are you people's bosses right now? Um, no, no. Okay. Nope. The way that so um, I do consulting. Obviously, Renee knows this. This is for our listeners who do not, um, and. The, we're not really structured like that. We're, um, our organization does not have a lot of like grads and analysts. Um, and also we don't have big consulting teams, like big teams that go out to client. It's usually just like one or two people, especially in my area of change management. So I've actually been the sole charge change manager, um, on all my, on all my clients for the last two years, two and a half years. Um, I was leading. I did have some direct reports, um, when I was working in Chicago, but just a couple, not like a whole team Still, of data entry or anything like that. I was the boss. No. Um, yeah, it was funny. It was funny. I won't talk about them yet. <laughs> Maybe when we get to a different episode. Well, one time I, Ashley and I were in college and we had a suite style dorm. So we had like four bedrooms and a living room and then a, a big bathroom that had like two toilets, two showers, and oh. two sinks. And I just it, remembered where you're going. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you do. And I was, I went to the bathroom and I realized there was no toilet paper in there, which is one of my pet peeves because it is not difficult to grab the next roll. Yep. And so I'm like, hey, is anybody out there? I'm in here and I peed and there's no toilet paper. And Ashley comes in and she's like, I'll give you some. If you say Ashley is the boss of me. And I was like, okay, fine. Ashley is the boss of me. And you're like, I can't hear you. 
I'm like, Ashley is the boss of me. Louder. I was yelling, Ashley is the boss of me. <laughs> Sitting on the toilet with remember, no dignity. If I remember correctly, I called some of our roommates Yes, in. yes. I'm forgetting that part. She called everybody in so they would hear me yelling, Ashley is the boss of me. I feel like that's from something, though. Well, it's from our life. I feel like I did you not come up with that on my own, me. but guys, I gave her the toilet paper in the end. It was not, all in good yeah, fun. Spoiler alert. I'm not still sitting there waiting for toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have to drip dry. For eight long years. <laughs> oh my gosh, that was eight years ago. Holy cow. It's been a long time. Oh, that's be, funny. I I'd forgot about that. Now. I wouldn't need the TP at this Hilarious point. Hilarious little story. Well, that's the only time I... you've been the boss of me. That's true. Have you ever been anyone's boss? I don't think so. I had interns. But that's about it. And now toilet I'm just paper the boss wise of me. or otherwise. What's that? I said toilet paper wise <laughs> or otherwise. No, I've never been the boss of someone toilet paper wise. Um, no, I had a couple interns when I worked at a PR firm. That was about it. Um, and now I just have myself since I work for myself. So I am the boss of me. Yeah. Yep. Not not too shabby of a gig. No, it's not too bad. But uh, I yeah. did um, I did get offered. Well, not like officially offered, but um, a role became available um, for what I do, and it was like leading the team. So it actually would have been exactly this situation where I would have gone from one of the peers to mm -hmm. the team lead. Um, I didn't want it for a couple reasons. One, I'm just not ready to leave. Like I didn't want to leave my current company. Um, cause I really like it. Um, another being, because I didn't know if it was like, I get that it could, it's like, well, it's the logical next step. It's leading a team, you know, and doing what you do. Um, but I knew that it wasn't going to be like the delivery that mm -hmm. like the, like the project delivery that I do anymore. Um, it's a bit of a political situation that I would have been stepping into. Yeah. And, and like also a few of the people that I work with, they're really good at their jobs and I rate them for that but they're really difficult personalities. Oh. And I was like, I do not want to manage those very high maintenance personalities. Like they're great at their jobs and I'm glad that they're doing them, but I just don't want to be in charge of them. So I was a little bit like, Ooh, going to have to pass on that one. Yeah. I get that. It would be weird to like suddenly be in charge of people that you were currently working beside. So, Yeah. If it. anybody has any good stories about that, let yeah. us know. Cause it'd be like any funny ones or, you know, if you want to tell us the terrible ones and we can laugh Filter at them, them too. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It'd be, it'd be interesting to hear. Um, yeah. because I just, this happens all the time and it's tricky. Yeah. Anyway. Um, um, and speaking of being peers with somebody and then being above somebody, Monica is dating who everybody's calling young Ethan. Young Ethan is a yes. senior in college, and so I was Monica, like, yeah. I was just gonna say I was trying to do the math. I feel like Monica's like twenty five or twenty six, and then Phoebe says that. <laughs> yeah, she's so 26. Phoebe's like because she tells him that she's twenty two. Yeah, which never a good mm -hmm. idea. No. Where did she even meet this guy? Do we learn that? I don't know, but I'm thinking if he was 22, why would she lie about being 26? Because that's not that big of a jump, you know? It's not that, well, if you're in college and some, like, imagine being in college and somebody's like, yeah, I am the chef at a restaurant and I'm 26 years old. Like, 
maybe because we're, we're women and like traditionally it's women date older men. I don't know, 22 and 26. You're right. Like in retrospect, it's four years, but those are four pretty big years. Yeah. But I think that they're bigger years from 18 to 22. Well, I guess she thinks he's 22. Yeah. I don't know. I guess I just wouldn't have lied about being 22. When she probably wants to make it sound like she's also in college or like maybe just fresh out of college. I guess, yeah. And so she's got to make the she's got to make the the dates line up with that. Yeah, I guess that's true. Because um, if you were in college, wouldn't that be weird? Like at the age of twenty six, to be like, oh yeah, my boyfriend's still in college. Like that would be like, what? I mean, I guess, but I just probably wouldn't have dated him if I felt like he needed to lie about my age. But that's just me. I don't ever feel like that's a good idea. <laughs> yeah, fair. It's probably not a good idea. It's not. Probably well, not a good idea. Speaking of lying about <laughs> did we already tell this story about we did about about yeah. um Yeah. I'm turning nineteen this year. Yeah. Young trash boy. <laughs> Hot. His name was Hot Trash Boy. Sorry, excuse me. Hot Trash Boy. Young but, Hot Trash Boy. But I think we told that story, but in case we didn't, we the did. summary is: I was a senior in college, so like I think I'm young for my year. You were um, almost twenty-two. Yeah, I was like twenty-one. Well, no, because I turned. Yeah, I turned twenty-one the end of junior year. You're right. So I was. Mm-hmm. A, if I met him before Christmas, then I was like not almost twenty-two. It was like twenty-one and a half, whatever. But yeah, twenty-one, and. He was like, oh, yeah, I'm turning 19 this year. I'm turning 20 this year. I remember I'm turning 20 this year. And I remember thinking that it was a weird way to phrase that, but, like, whatever. I was enamored, and so I just moved on with it. Came home, and as you do when you're a, you know, college girl living with all your best friends, downloaded word for word the conversation. And Renee was like, hold on a second. Didn't, like, he tell you later, like, his birthday was in December? And I was like, yeah. And so this whole, like, I'm, I turned 20 this year, it was January. And so that's right. It was January when we had gone out and he was like, yeah, I'm turning 20 this year. And so basically he was like literally 19 and a month years old, if even that old. (sighs) Anyway. Well, this has happened to me. I have been Ethaned. Wait. Ish. Kind of. Oh, yeah. So my friend, (gasps) when I was out of college, I lived in London for a season and met a lot of great friends there. Um, I worked retail and we all just had the best time. And then when I moved back. Shout out to all Renee's London friends. Shout out to all my Quicksilver friends, if you're listening, which you should be. Um, (laughs) My friend Jordan, who is one of the funniest people I know. Shout out to my friend Jordan could have killed you, but that's okay. I love you anyway. Um, He was coaching soccer in the U.S. Even though he is a U.K. citizen, he was here for like a summer program and he coached soccer. And at the end of his soccer program, he spent, um, he came down to Florida where I lived for two weeks and hung out. And he brought his friend Jake with him. And Jake was really cute, and he was really fun, and da 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 and we're, like, hitting it off. And hold on. Yeah. And when they're hitting – and by hitting it off, I feel I need to interject and also say, Renee has always had a history of, like you're, – you're, I don't know if hopeless romantic is the right word or not, but, like, 
you hit it off quickly with people. You tended to hit it off quickly with like love interests. So oh yeah, it was like, especially like a vacation boyfriend, which he was leaving in two yeah, weeks. Yeah, that's like, right. That's right. Renee easy. had Renee was the, you were the queen of the vacation boyfriends. I, mm-hmm. I feel like you were, and so like Renee, yeah, like by day three, it was like, did we just are they holding hands? Like yeah. what? Okay, I guess these two are like committed long term. Yes. So well, Renee, like, I think that's and, part of the fun is like you didn't you knew it wasn't going to be long term, so live it up now. I don't know. Well, some of us, some of us more logical, practical would be like, oh, can't get involved. Anyway, whatever. Yeah. we don't need to well, go Well, that's not me. But, that's definitely not me. Okay. So um, Renee and young Jake are hitting it off. Young Jakey and I are hitting it off and we're just like, I don't even remember a lot of the details to be completely honest. I just remember we were having a lot of fun and there was one night that all of us wanted to go. There was like a bunch of people in town. It was actually a really fun weekend. And there was this bar we wanted to go to. And Jake was like, oh, I'm not really feeling it. I don't want to go out. And I was like, come on. It will be fun. Like, it's no big deal. We're just going to go for a couple of hours. And then we're all going to come back here and hang out. And I somehow talked him into it. But I couldn't figure out why he didn't want to go. Because he was, like, very fun and usually down Yeah, and, like, all of his friends were going to go. And he went. And I found out later the reason he didn't want to go is because he was not 21 I don't remember exactly how young he was. I'm going to say maybe 19 or 20. I think he was 19. I, I feel like I remember 19. shouting, he's 19. Like the, <laughs> 19. Um, Which yeah. 21 is the age you have to be to drink and go to bars in the U.S. In the U.S. And, which everyone everyone knows that. Um, so wait, so how old were you? I was 23. And he was 19. And he was 19. So it was See? not quite so as bad. So it was bad. only four years. Right. Oh, I guess it was yeah, four or five years, but like we made such a big deal about it. Right. Well, I think it was more of a big deal because I got duped. And he and I, was also fresh out of high school. Oh, 100% right out of high school. Well, yeah, to be fair, yeah. once again, in, in the UK, you can be done with high school at 16. The last two years. Oh, are that's like, true. Are like, like optional. optional. Same thing in New yeah. Zealand. It's like they're kind of like college. Yeah. Yeah, like unless you don't, unless you're gonna like be an academic, you don't have to. Yeah. So he was like kind of had been in the working world for like three years, maybe, but not really. Um, that is so, yeah. <laughs> Justified all you want, but yeah, you were dating a 19 year old. But I didn't know. <laughs> if I would have known, I maybe would have proceeded differently. You know what? Maybe I wouldn't have. I'm not gonna. I'm not going to defend I'm just going to say this is why some of us do our research before we jump into things. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> do your research. Yeah. You were researching the color of Hot Trash Boy's eyes. You were not researching when his birthday was. No, fair enough. That's true. So, <laughs> but yeah. kettle. So I, yeah, there I, I was something else that, he, that Jake did that I should have, like, caught. You know, in hindsight, you're like, of course, that's why he didn't want to go to the bar. He didn't have an ID that would work. And I think right. So what happened? So he 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 showed up, and they were just like, "Oh, he got it." Well, he probably had a fake or what? He did not have a fake, and I don't remember how he got in. Maybe they just weren't car. It was like a bar restaurant, and I think so. So sometimes they let you in if you're 18, but you just can't order Uh alcohol. Uh huh. So it's probably one of those. Maybe I don't really remember. I remember the place. Do you remember? But. Do you remember like when you walked, like, I remember this from college because there's such a mix of 
underage and of age. And so I remember like when you'd go into a bar, you would get like a wristband or you'd usually get like a stamp or an X if you were 21. And if you weren't, you weren't. So, so that's how they would know, like if you had a beverage in your hand, they would be looking for the X. Yeah. Which honestly, you could have just brought a Sharpie and X'd your own hand. Mm-hmm. I literally never thought of that. Yeah. I'm sure everyone else in the world did, but whatever. I remember people <laughs> wetting stamps in the bathroom and like smushing them onto hands. Yeah. I remember that too. Mm-hmm. Like if, um, if it was like, yeah, like a little smiley face stamp, you'd just like put water on it and then, and then do it. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I told somebody the other day, Renee, about our story of how we got we tried to get drinks underage one time. Do you remember <laughs> what that? What do you mean tried? We succeeded. We succeeded. I don't know if legally Somehow. we're allowed to talk about this. Statute of limitations. I feel like we're fine. I feel like we're but, fine. It was like um, 18 years ago. Yeah, at least. Um, so, so Renee and I were not big like underage partiers, but there was one summer where we went down to the Keys to your parents' house um, and we were staying at the the house down there and we were going out and we were like, right, we want to go out and just get like margaritas and just like girly drinks and just go have fun out. There was like four of us girls and we're like, we just want to go have fun in Key West. And so we were like, okay, but none of us have fake IDs. None of us look 21, which I I don't know if we... I'm going to post a picture of this night because we look 14 or 15 tops. <laughs> we do not look anywhere near 18. We have the babiest faces. And we, all I can think is who was giving us alcohol? Do you know what I think? They were probably just like, there's 40 more bucks in my pocket. I mean, you know, on yeah, this bill to be fair, when I was a server and I checked IDs, if anyone just handed me an ID, I never even looked at it. I was like, if you handed yeah, it to you're me, like, it must great. be right. Library card. Thanks. Done. Yeah, pretty much. So, so, um, right. So, um, we were like, okay, how are we gonna do this? We don't have fake IDs. We don't look of age. Like Renee was, I'm pretty sure at that point, like the only person, cause I would actually say for all of us that were out and I, well, we don't have to name everybody just in case, but like your parents were kind of like, uh, her, Renee's parents are Italian. We've talked about this and they were kind of like, Oh, whatever, have a little wine. We don't care. You know, like yeah, as long as you're being responsible, you're doing it with us. Very Italian, very European mindset. Um, and I don't know if the other two's parents, I know one of them wouldn't have cared, but I know the other one did. Yeah. Can I just say names? First names? I mean, I I mean you've already outed Jake. Yeah, um, Jake. like Kristen's, Young Kristen's Jake. mom, I don't think would have cared at all. Like, no. Cause Kristen's mom was like cool mom. I don't think she would have cared. Kim's mom's pretty strict. My mom's pretty strict. So there was like no underage drinking to be had. Um, so I don't, and then like none of us were really like extreme partiers anyway. I'm sure in that group, some people had, had done their share, but like, we weren't like, no, experience of us, of getting I don't drink think any of us had drank in a couple of years. We had maybe a couple times at a party before that, but no. Yeah, no, it wasn't a pattern. And so it was kind of just like, oh, we're just going to go have fun with the girls. So I come up with this idea where I was like, right, this is what we're going to do. You, you wouldn't ask somebody for an ID if you've, if they already have an out, a drink in their hand. This so this is genius. 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 So I shouldn't be whatever kids, if you're listening. So <laughs> not my kids, but you know, in general. So I was like, let's bring a beer from the house and then go up to the bar and like with, you know, the, the empty beer bottle, or we didn't think we just with you know, drink in hand and order more drinks and then we'll just get more drinks. It'll be great. So 
we get, so we, we had to drive like an hour and a half to get to this bar from like, cause we weren't staying in Key West. We were staying at the vacation house in a different Island. And so we were all sitting there like, we've got our drawstring backpacks, which, you know, says mature. Um, and you, we've got the one beer. We didn't bring four beers for all of us. We brought a Budweiser. And so we've got a bottled Budweiser. Um, and we're like, who's going to do it? Who's going to go up and order that? Oh, I don't want to, I'm nervous. And like, I had never ordered a drink in my life. I think Renee had like had a drink on a cruise before. So you'd at least had some exposure to a bar or something. And so Renee was like, I've got this. And I still remember to this day, Renee, you put on game face, cracked the top off the bud, twisted because they're probably twist offs, twisted the top off the Budweiser. And we're like, like walk up, sit down at the bar and like slam the, 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 the beer bottle on the counter, like a weary traveler. And you said four mudslides, please. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and mind you, you had a full Budweiser in yes. your hand. I did. So the, I definitely this, did. like, it wasn't this like half drink. And we don't even know if they served bud in bottles at this bar, like no market research. You just walk up with this mm-hmm. full bottle of warm beer and order four mudslides. And I just, it was my favorite thing. Don't you and remember so it worked. before that we did it at the restaurant too. And I ordered margarita on the rocks and you guys were all like, me too, me too, me too. Yeah. We didn't have, there, there was no plan with that one. We didn't even have the butt on the table no. to prove that we were of course legal. You were just like, and I'll get a cheeseburger with pickles and a margarita on the rocks. Yeah, me too. Me too. Me too. And the lady was just like, all right, whatever. I don't care. Uh, so anyway, I'm pretty sure we had those two drinks for the night and, um, giggled our way through Key West. Yep. We were 18, so were we in any other country, we would have been legal to drink, but whatever. I mean, Hemingway would have approved, right? Who would have? Hemingway. He hung out in Key West. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. Hemingway would have hung out. Yes. The spirit of Hemingway guided us. (laughs) Probably not, but anyway. So. Um, So who are we talking about here? We were talking about (laughs) young Ethan. (laughs) Yeah. And then young Jakey and then young us. So um, technically, though, Monica does. She provides all this wine to young Ethan. I know. Too young to be drinking, Mon. I know. Well, and when she, like, makes her confession and then he confesses and she's like, oh, so you're not a senior? And he goes, oh, I'm a senior. Oh, I'm a senior. <laughs> I just love it. But, like, also, to go with our baby faces, people serving us alcohol, I'm like, who would have looked at this kid and heard his voice and thought, this guy's about to enter the workforce? They, he does have a baby face. which are, I guess is uh, on, on purpose. Yeah, I was going to say, which a lot of people could have baby faces, but his voice is like, has, does, sounds like it's not dropped yet. Yeah. And I, I'm sure that was a, an intentional casting decision. <laughs> yes. Um, but yes, yeah, so funny. Ooh. So I like that Monica's all like flustered and nervous where she's like, did I turn the fish? No. Cause I made lasagna. And Rach is like, why are you so nervous? And she was like, Oh, I know why could tonight be the night. And Monica's like, what? No, you don't plan these things. She's like, did you shave your legs? But I was also thinking like, it's a date. You just shave your legs anyway. They're not like an old married couple. Right. But anyway, it's cute. And I, it's, yeah, it's cute that Monica was like all nervous and, I was going to use a Phoebe word. Floopy? Floopy? I'm all floopy. Hmm? I just said I'm all floopy. 
Well, floopy. Yeah. So anyway, so that happens. And I, I like that. I like that. Um, Ethan is like, Oh, you know, well, we both lied. And Monica's like, yeah, but my lie doesn't make you a felon in 48 states. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, And what are those two states that are holding out? Get with it. About the what? The two I said, states who are those two out? states that are holding out? Oh, I'm sure. Whatever. That's a long time ago. Uh, so funny. So yeah. So that's the ick factor from whence this episode gets its name. That is the ick factor. And then the episode, when it wraps up, I guess we didn't mention that Ross um, got a beeper. For oh, Carol's well, okay. Yes. Yeah. So setting the um, scene. Um. Ross got a beeper, which you and I never had beepers. No, my dad had a beeper. Yeah, my for work. my dad had a beeper, but we just got cell phones when we were like 15, 16. I got one when I was sixteen because I got it when I could drive. It was, yeah. you know, only for road emergencies. Yeah, I got mine when I was like fifteen and a half, I guess. Um, yeah, yeah, we never had beepers. The thing about beepers, you still have to like find a phone to call somebody. You know, it's not that useful, in my opinion. It's just, I guess, it's a way to convey information. Um, yeah. But I remember a guy we went to middle school with named Kenny had a beeper. And a guy, who was oh, him. yeah, Kenny's beeper. Ugh. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I don't know who was beeping him other than his mom, but he was looking at it a lot. So, Kenny, if you want to let us know. I don't remember that. Him. Probably yeah. nobody. Like, yeah, probably was it making nobody. noises? Could you set it to beep yourself? Because I, I, I feel like he would have done that. Yeah. I think it was one of those, like, cool um, colored clear plastics, though. Really cool. Yeah. I feel like it was blue or something. Mm-hmm. That sounds about right. Um, but Ross keeps getting beeped for 55 Jimbo. <laughs> oh, yeah. So his number is 55 Jimbo. Yes. And he keeps getting beeped for 55 Jumbo. That's what it is. Which sounds like a male escort. Yes. It does not sound does not sound like something Ross would be interested in. Um but at the very end of the episode, Ross has his beeper and Rachel falls asleep on the couch and he goes to cover up with a blanket and she starts like cooing and being like, Ooh, ooh, that's nice. Ooh, Ross. Mm -hmm. And he freaks out (laughs) and the beeper goes off and it wakes her up and she's like uh, like surprised to see him there and obviously like seeing him in a slightly new way and yeah. the beeper's going off and Ross is like seriously right now I'm having a baby I'm having a baby and oh yeah because there was happening. so many there's so many jumbo texts that he's yes. like okay Carol's just gonna text me 911 like when it actually happens and so he gets the 911 text and yeah and he's like okay great now I'm having a baby so so cliffhanger so will the baby be born or not? Probably. <laughs> Probably. Really. Usually they are. Especially in comedies. I mean. Uh, I, I'm not going to lie. I actually, um, I don't hate the next episode. I'm not a huge fan of like birth episodes. Whatever. They're not terrible. But like I know season one hasn't been our favorite Um but I actually think the next episode's kind of funny. Yeah, I agree. And everybody really gets their stride and good things come. 
Yeah. So I agree. I think because they don't make it so much about the like actual birth. Right. There's so much funny stuff happening with uh-huh. everybody else as well. Yeah. And one of my favorite um, guest stars. Give me the next one. Is it? Um, oh, what's I was going to say Christina Ricci, but that's not her name. Stacy Carosi. Stacy Carosi. You know Carruthers. who that is. Get excited. Mr. Car- Isn't it Stacy Carruthers? Nope. No. It's Carosi. Mr. Carosi. Yeah, Stacy Carosi. Carruthers yeah. is yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. a jam. Mr. Carruthers. No, I think that's like The Simpsons or something. Oh. I don't know. Anyway, don't worry about it. Okay. Um, yeah, <laughs> we'll yeah, find yeah. out Stacey next time. If okay. it's Carruthers or Carosi. Just, well, we won't, but, <laughs> just you know, we'll discuss stay it. Stay tuned. It's Carosi. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert. And it's not even this show, so don't worry about it. But, yeah, you know, 90s kids know. 80s kids who grew up in the 90s know. Yeah. So if you guys have any, uh, any ick factor stories you want to share or any uh, job being the boss stories or any uh, bringing a Budweiser to a bar to get a I was gonna say slide stories. We would love to hear drinking them. stories, but yeah. Um, anyway, All share your funny ones. We'd love to hear drinking stories. We don't want to hear anything. Yeah, because like, yeah, we don't get like. Don't tell us your gross, weird stuff about yeah. trying to pick up younger girls and like being a weirdo creep or like oh, drinking yeah. a lot underage. Like <laughs> we don't. We get it. Everyone did. Like we obviously we did much. Yeah, just be creative. You're better than that. Be creative. You're better than that. You're more interesting so we want to hear that. your funny one. You're more interesting yeah. than that. So, guys, we are ticking down in season one. We have two more episodes. I can't believe oh it. Oh, my gosh. We've come so it's far. It's all happening. It's all happening. And a new cast member will join tomorrow. Very exciting. Tomorrow. I mean, you know, next episode. You know what I mean. Next time you um, listen to this. <laughs> anyway, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, season yes. one, episode 22 the one with the ick factor and we'll see you next time for season one episode 23 the one with the birth this has been all right see you then guys see you then bye bye